0: You're listening to From Imposter to Empowered. I'm your host, Jillian Perrick, master's graduate and success coach for entrepreneurial women. I help you overcome imposter syndrome and fear of rejection so you can be your best self, both in life and in business. Follow me on Instagram at Northern Resolutions. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody. Having some technical difficulties with my microphone, but what's new? (laughs) So this is take three, but... That's okay. I didn't get too far in the other take. So totally fine. So have you seen that Unsure to Untamed enrollment is open? No, Joe. What is Unsure to Untamed? Well, let me tell you, girlfriend. It is a 10 week group program, a group coaching program where you will finally learn how to be confident in yourself and ditch that imposter that is holding you back so what does this look like so the woman that you will be when you leave this program at the end of the 10 weeks you will have a complete shift in your mindset you will be up upleveling up leveling your confidence so you will be able to pitch to your ideal clients in the dm Um, You won't feel salesy or icky about telling people how much your services are. You'll really get over that hump of telling people that your services are this much. Um, You will identify your core beliefs and what limiting beliefs are really holding you back from being your best self in business. There's so many blocks when it comes to success And, um, we uncover those and we really work through a complete mindset shift that really will up-level your business. It up-leveled mine, um, the work that I did through therapy, through coaching and through, um, um, a ton of other methods to be able to overcome imposter syndrome, um, has meant that I am making more money. Um, plain and simple, I am actually making money now in my business versus when I really let imposter syndrome take over, I wasn't able to do live videos, I felt really insecure, all my content was um, reflected in that, and I wasn't talking to anybody about my business at all, so if that feels like you, if this sounds like it's something that you really struggle with, your confidence is down, you know that you have like the strategy for the most part, but your confidence really needs work. Um, This program is for you. I'm also going to be going through strategies. So a lot of ideal client stuff, um, social media stuff, how to show up confidently, slide into the DMs, all that stuff. So if that's something that you're interested in, I'm going to put the link in the show notes for you to set up a free discovery call so we can talk about the program. And I would absolutely love to have you. So let's get on with the topic today. So one of the things about imposter syndrome, one of the things, one of the million things about imposter syndrome is it goes off in so many different directions that sometimes you're really, um, you're on the struggle bus because there's so many different ways that it can come through. And one of the ways that it's come through for me specifically, when I used to struggle with it the most was whenever I was doing content. So whenever I would. Um, do Instagram content or think of like webinar content or go on stories is I felt that everything that I said or did was totally unoriginal and that somebody has said it before. And I also had this like really big fear, which just goes back to like the fear of rejection, um, that somebody was going to call me out if I talked about a concept or an idea and it wasn't fully mine. And Um, this was something that actually paralyzed me because I would have an idea about a concept that I heard about and like how it applied to me and I wouldn't even talk about it because I was like oh someone's gonna call me out or somebody's gonna be like well that's not her idea so that's stupid and it, it actually stopped me from showing up because I would try and write Instagram captions and they would just be garbage because I was so afraid of re-saying something that somebody else said or even re-saying stuff that I had already said um it was that fear of people calling me out of somebody looking at it and being like okay she said that before swipe away or unfollow and I didn't realize how big of a deal this was I really thought that um again like all things with imposter syndrome there's there's really small things that we notice that become a very big problem. And this is one of those little small um off to the side things that you don't think would be a huge contributor to your business, but when you constantly feel like your work is unoriginal and that you don't know what you're doing, um it can be very limiting. I actually did a Rhonda video, so if for those who don't follow me on Instagram, first of all, you should be. And second of all, um I have this inner imposter name. Her name's Rhonda, so it's basically the person who's in my head and like saying negative things to me so but it's it's me just in rude form bitchy form and her name is Rhonda that's what I called her praying that there's no one listening to this name Rhonda or that follows me on Instagram named Rhonda but um whenever I think of Rhonda I think of like big Rhonda from that 70s show but anyways I digress um so yeah so I, I did a Rhonda video about this which by the time you see this, um, or hear this, sorry, I probably will have uploaded it to my highlights. So you should go check that out on Instagram. But yeah, so um, when we feel like our work is unoriginal, it can be very limiting because we are entrepreneurs. And so we believe, and this is another aspect of imposter syndrome, we believe that the onus is on is on us completely. We are responsible for creating the content and coming up with Uh, ways to entertain people and to get people to come work with us because um, as entrepreneurs, usually entrepreneurs are people that are very action driven and very um, forward with their thoughts and ideas. So sometimes to have a lack of creativity and lack of inspiration can be so debilitating because you think, am I cut out for this? Like, How am I going to talk about this over and over again? So when I first started out with imposter syndrome, which is hilarious because it was when I was in like the thick of my imposter syndrome, because I had struggled with it so much that I was like, wow, I really know a lot about this and I can talk about it a lot. In the beginning, I was like, how am I going to niche down to imposter syndrome? Like, how am I? And even niching or niching down um, can be very scary for people because they feel like how are they How are they going to sustain themselves? How are you going to sustain a certain um, topic for years and years and years? Well, first, like you're always going to be changing things up. That's just how life goes. Um, But that was one of my worries that... Um, because I niched down to imposter syndrome, that I would have to think of topics that are specifically imposter syndrome, and I would stress out over it because I was supposed to know everything. I was supposed to know everything about imposter syndrome, and if I didn't, I was a huge fraud. So, oh my God, just so much inception there. I don't even know <laughs> how to describe it. But so, um, I did an Instagram live about this. So I wrote down a couple of the concepts that I put in there when it came to like talking about what helped me through feeling like my content was unoriginal um and really putting those thoughts to rest when I was doing content cuz it would totally disempower me so i would sit down and try to write content and i would be like fuck i've heard this before or fuck i've said this before or somebody else said that so i'm going to have to make sure i go and source it and that comes from my university days because nothing that you write in university is your own literally You have to source and cite everything. And it almost conditioned me to constantly think that my ideas were unoriginal. And if I had something in there, I had to claim that this wasn't my idea. I'm using it for my paper, but this wasn't my idea. So that kind of carried into my entrepreneurship with doing my content. But there's no... (laughs) There's no content police. Yes, you should not plagiarize somebody else's work. Absolutely not. I'm not saying that. Yes, you shouldn't go on and on and on about a specific quote or a specific concept or an idea where somebody else created it and you're basically regurgitating the information. That's not what I'm saying. But in these couple things, you'll see what I'm saying is how you can spin it and how you can feel less bad and kind of get yourself back on track. So the first is everyone's work is just an improved adaptation of something that came before them. So truly unique ideas are few and far between. So let me think of an example, um, like a conference. So let's think of like Tony Robbins. I'm sure that Tony Robbins did not come up with the, with the idea of live events. There have been live events forever and Tony just spun it. I almost said spinned it. Um, he spun it in a way that fit his business. And now he makes thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, millions of dollars from his conferences. So whatever you're doing is just an adaptation of somebody else's idea. And that's everybody. So it can apply to you. And that's the second thing that I was going to say, we're going to go right into it because these, these basically go together, but you can still acknowledge that it's somebody else's idea and still apply your voice and your story to it. So people relate to stories. um, And they won't think that you're any less credible if you talk about a concept that's been said before, but then talk about how it relates to you and your business and how you can use it to um, inform your audience. So just because you are saying something that somebody else said, it doesn't mean that you can't say, yep, so this is so-and-so's concept and this is how it worked for for me like this is what it did for me like I do that with like Brene Brown or any other coaches who I see like a quote and I'm like oh my god that's so true um you can spin it your own way and that doesn't necessarily mean that it that that your content is unoriginal your experience is original and that's enough your experience is specific and original to you and that is more than enough So the next one that I will say is if you're feeling uninspired you can go back and repurpose your own content. So I know that that's kind of a piece of it because in the beginning I would say one thing like I would do a quote or like a concept or something and I would be like and that's gonna go in the cemetery where I will never touch that idea ever again. And it's such a crazy concept because With social media nowadays, you are going to constantly be turning over leads. So you're going to constantly have audiences that like new audiences that are coming to your page. I don't know if you follow like a lot of coaches or service based entrepreneurs or whatever, but they're constantly reintroducing themselves. So when they get like 100 new followers or 200 new followers or 1000 followers or whatever, they'll reintroduce themselves. And Yes, there are probably people who have been with them since the beginning and they've seen it Um, and they're like, oh yeah, I've already seen that before. They're just going to scroll by. If they really hate it that much, then they'll unfollow you. But guess what? You don't want to work with them anyways and they weren't going to convert anyways. The concept here is that repurposing your content is necessary for, first of all, your sanity. And second of all, when somebody follows you, so when you follow somebody new, do you scroll through their entire feed and read every single caption that they've ever posted? You probably look at their last, like, one to two Instagrams or whatever, but no, you usually follow them. You may look at their highlights, whatever. You look at their bio, but, like, you're probably going to look at their story too, but, like, you don't scroll through their feed and go back 52 53 weeks or whatever like a year duh Jillian. (laughs) um you don't scroll all the way back there and start reading their content and then if they repeat what they say like you're not thinking oh my god this person is incredible that's just ridiculous i think about angie lee um who is a mentor uh marketing mentor and she's actually like huge on instagram if you don't follow her you should but um I constantly see her repurposing her content. And not just in the way of saying the same thing over and over again. Like, she'll post the same stories from before with the same information. Probably because new people are seeing it every single day. She will post... um, She'll do, like, a podcast and she'll... She'll do like a live video and then she'll turn it into a podcast and then turn it into an email. So, like, you can repurpose your content in several different ways. Don't think when you put it out there that that's the end, the be all and end all. You can repurpose it as many ways as you want. And guess what? That, like, it doesn't make you unoriginal, it doesn't make you uninspired and unable to create content because that's your content. And it's okay to say, this person said this and this is what I think about it. So it's your voice and it's your story and that's what's going to draw people in. And I think when we worry so much about people calling us out, like you're not actually worried about people calling us out. We've talked about this before. It's the fear of rejection and um, the fear of being told you're not good enough and what you're doing isn't good enough. That's why some people are so afraid of feedback. Like, They know that they're doing something wrong in their business or they know that they're doing a concept wrong, but they are not going to put in the energy to get feedback because they actually deep down don't want to hear it. But if you do want to hear it, if you are ready to buckle up and actually have a successful business where you're stepping into your power, you're confident, you're able to go on live video, you're able to pitch to your dream clients and see those Calendly links roll in for free discovery calls and for them to be in your program. um, Unsure to Untamed is for you. And again, it's a 10-week group program specifically for women who are side hustlers with service-based businesses. And if you want to feel confident, if you want to pitch to people... Confidently, and not worry about being salesy or icky about it, and like really charge what you're worth and banish those limiting beliefs and that imposter syndrome that is really holding you back from stepping into your power. Again, this is for you, girlfriend. So, link in the show notes for you to get a free discovery call with me so we can talk about the program and the investment. Um, I can't wait to talk to you, and I'm so excited um, for the program to start. It starts in July. I don't know if I said that at the beginning, but it starts in July. So I hope you guys have a really great night. It's Friday night right now. I'm um, probably going to send this out next week. And I'm going to enjoy some Chinese food with my boyfriend. So I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to From Imposter to Empowered with me, Jillian Perrick, master's graduate and success coach for entrepreneurial women who want to overcome imposter syndrome and fear of rejection. You can find me on Instagram at Northern Resolutions or info on my services and client reviews at my website, northernresolutions.com. See you next time.